Another edition of Leaving Radio. I'm your host, Dave Duenas, with my co-host, Elkar and Kenny. We're trying to figure out right now, um, we're still working on the video for, for YouTube. We were hoping to be on live now. So, um, so yeah, unfortunately, we're still working on that. Uh, Kenny is working on getting us on there. Um, let me see if my, my co-hosts are with me. Uh, Amilcar, are you there, bro? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How about Kenny? Are you there? Uh, awesome. I'm yeah, here. Kenny can you hear is, me as well? Kenny's going to be joining us. Kenny's going to be joining us in a moment, David. He's still working on uh, trying to set us up with video. As you know, he put together a really good, uh, like a graphic program for us to put out there on YouTube. But yeah, just, that interface thing that we were trying out. Yeah. Yeah. Was, exactly. Exactly. So he's uh, he's still going to work on that while we get started with the show. And, um, yeah, just excited to talk boxing as we get ready for what's going to be pretty much an amazing uh, action-packed Saturday afternoon, at least here in the East Coast. I'm sure it's a morning run for you guys out there, right? Yeah, man, it's early over here. It's pouring rain. I got my cup of joe. I'm ready to go. Um, you know, uh, I got up really early. Just pacing, yeah, I know you, did. you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, so that we yeah. can do this here. Um, yeah. Fight fans, you want to call in? You certainly can. Three four seven two one five seven five nine eight. Let's talk boxing. Uh, the big talks yesterday was the the weigh-ins. Andy Ruiz yeah. stepped in at a whopping two hundred and eighty-three point seven pounds. I don't know what you thought immediately. But I know that there was a, a an immediate panic in social media, uh, even from fans. Like uh, reading it, going through some of these emails right now, looking at them, a lot of folks are feeling that Andy didn't take this fight uh, too serious. Yeah, I don't want to be too critical, but as someone who likes the upset, someone who roots for the underdog someone who wants to support the first Mexican heavyweight champion of all time. I actually was wearing my Mexican football uh, jersey uh, for, the, for the live feed show. Uh, I'll be honest, I was very disappointed by Andy Ruiz weighing in 14 pounds heavier than he did in his original fight with Anthony Joshua. I mean, he was already overweight. Uh, people were already kind of clowning him, the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, for his weight and his physique in that fight. And by all accounts, he's coming in in what's worse shape for the rematch. I, I don't know. I can't see him thinking that he's going to go to 12 rounds, at least a hard 12 rounds, you know, full of volume punching like he usually would be prepared to do when he's in this kind of shape. What are your thoughts, David? You know, man, I, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with it, man. I'm going to tell you why. Because obviously we're, we're not in the minds of – of Andy Ruiz and his camp. 
Um, I don't know if this was if this was like a strategic plan to gain more weight. Uh, is it a plan because they knew that maybe Anthony Joshua was going to come in lighter so that he can try to pull an Ali performance? Uh, so putting on that weight means that he'll be able to absorb uh, more punches to walk down the bigger man who, who is AJ. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I can't sit here and say, you know, he's not disciplined. I mean, he's at the highest form of of the sport that you can call right now. So I'm hoping that this there was a plan behind this. Just that, not the lack of discipline like some folks are just claiming right now. Yeah, you know, initially I thought that perhaps he was wearing ankle weights or stuffed weights in his pockets or something to kind of just play mind games. I remember that being the case a few years ago. I don't remember who the fighter was, but, yeah, he was wearing, you know, weights. Because if you notice when they weighed in, they didn't require him to take his shirt off or to take his pants off. I mean, this is a commission, obviously, that doesn't do a lot of boxing cards, definitely not world championship level boxing cards definitely not world heavyweight championship boxing cards i know they did host the final of the world boxing super series a few years back or was it even last year with uh george groves and callum smith but off the top of my head i can't think of too many major profile cards that have taken place in saudi arabia so you know maybe it's that i'm hoping it's something like that because 280s three pounds on a guy that's barely six foot tall, you know, especially when it's 14 pounds heavier than he was in a fight where he didn't even have a lot of preparation the last time. It's just not very encouraging if you're a fan of Andy Ruiz or you're looking for him to, you know, kind of get the upset twice in a row. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm trying to figure out which what number is uh what number is uh Kenny's, call, Kenny's calling in from three four seven, the New York there's, area code. Okay, there's a couple of three four sevens, that's why. What's the first uh first three digits after three four seven? Three four seven five seven. Three four seven five All right. seven. There we go. Yeah. Kenny, are you there? Yes I am. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you good. Crystal clear. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> how we how we looking with that live stream, man? Do we look like we're gonna be able to get well, I mean, if you want, if you want to share, if you want to share the live stream to the fans, I can kind of tweet it out, um, so they can see what it was supposed to look like. But well, the well, problem I, 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 I'll let you know what the problem is. Uh, uh, the, the 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 audio from the video calling is what's not responding to us right now. The same issue that we were having yesterday. Uh, hmm. So um, we're able to get to it on the video call, but then uh, our stream doesn't pick up the audio from the radio station. It only picks up the audio from our mics in person. It was a tech issue that we were dealing with yesterday. Right. Yeah, we were hoping we were going to have that resolved for today's show. Um, you know, these uh, these guys were working really hard all night and today early in the morning um, to get it up. But unfortunately... We ran out of time. We actually were going to push the show for like uh, at twelve thirty, you know, uh, uh, being nine thirty. But it was already too late. Block talk wouldn't allow us to do that to give us some more time to work on it. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, hey, let's pass in some fight fans here, man, that that want to talk boxing with us and let us know their thoughts and if there are any concerns about the weight. Do they see it uh, changing? their mind of who they picked originally, because I know Amilcar, I think you had tweeted out that 
that uh, this the, this weight uh, that Ruiz is walking in kind of made you rethink your your pick now, right? Well, the funny thing is you guys put me on the spot on Monday because I usually don't make picks in fights until I see the weigh-in. And, you know, I had no idea, obviously. I'm not in Andy Ruiz's camp, and I'm definitely not going to Saudi Arabia anytime soon. So, I, I mean, I had no idea he was 14 pounds heavier than he was his last fight. I mean, we did see photos of him. Um, where he was looking kind of slender, at least in one of them. But you can do all kind of Photoshop tricks, stretch out your body, different things. Half the time that females post stuff on Instagram, they put in all type of filters on it. So, you know, you might see someone on Instagram looking one way. You see them in person, it's like you just got catfished. You know, Andy Ruiz, maybe that's his new nickname, Catfish Andy. He, uh, he had us all fooled, man. I uh yeah I I uh I don't know I'm gonna have to say what I said to you when we were having this conversation in person. I'm gonna need you to stop switching sides over there. You made your choice, pop. You know you gotta keep you gotta keep that one, daddy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if I remember correctly, you guys made a bet, right? Uh, uh, what, what, what was it, Kenny? That if 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 AJ loses, you're gonna gain twenty five pounds pounds of fat. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that if AJ loses, I have to gain 25 pounds of fat. If uh, AJ wins, uh, Milcar has to gain 25 pounds of fat. I like I like my chances in that one. <laughs> what about you, Mil- Milcar? You willing to go through with that? I think we lost Milcar again here. Yeah, I'll yeah, leave the ring. Can you hear me now? I can hear yeah. you now and stuff. But uh... yeah. so I, I am not too concerned about losing the 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 weight, but uh, I'm just glad we didn't bet anything more than that, any money on this, because like I said, Andy Ruiz does not have me confident. I mean, I think that right now, what he's banking on is that he can take AJ shots, he can time AJ, he can get inside AJ's reach under his jab, around his jab, and then he can land something big and then just hit him with, with flurries that he has no way of responding to. The one thing I will say is I still don't think AJ is going to be able to box with Andy Ruiz if he's volume punching. My concern now is whether or not Andy Ruiz will be able to sustain the volume punches uh, and whether or not they'll be as fast, given that he's so much heavier than he was last time. Uh, I mean, I, I have a very strong uh, opinion towards this fight and what I believe Andy was thinking. And uh, first, I, I do want to say that I, I can definitely understand why a lot of reporters are now saying that they don't think that Andy Andy Ruiz took this too seriously because uh, at first he lost some pounds, then he comes in for the weigh-in, and he's 30 pounds over where he was the first time he weighed in for the fight. I can understand it. But I think, uh, like Andy says, I think Andy has a game plan. Andy's trying to – Andy knows – that AJ didn't come into the fight focused the first time. Andy's very well aware of that because uh, uh, Andy's a, uh, an opponent that was thrown in to fight him last minute. AJ was supposed to fight a cherry pick, uh, uh, I forgot his name, Big Baby Miller. Uh, so now he has to fight Andy Ruiz, a guy who can actually fight, a guy who can throw punches, a guy who, who almost beat and uh, uh, Joseph Parker, the guy who previously gave Anthony Joshua a problem in the fight. 
Andy Ruiz is trying to, I believe, is trying to bait and switch it on on Anthony Joshua. What I mean by this is uh, he's trying to look like the fat 300-pound slow guy, even worse than he was in the first one, trying, trying to entice AJ to go in there and let a flurry of punches go like he did the first time. When he knocked him down after the third round, AJ went in and he let the tank go. He, he emptied the tank. A, Andy Ruiz is trying to entice him into a battle like that by having that type of weight. You know, oh, look at me. I'm fat. I, I, I'm I slower than before. Uh, I can't – I'm not as fast. I can't – it's no stamina. And then they trying to sucker Andy, Anthony Joshua to go in there so he can not try to knock him down like in the first fight. But I think Anthony Joshua is going to be way wiser this, this fight. And when he knocks him down the first time, I don't think he's going to empty the tank. He's going to beat him up for a couple another rounds, and then he's going to put him out of his misery. That's why I said I see it going down between five and seven. If, it, if the fight goes anyway into how the first fight went, I see uh, Andy Ruiz going down around the third round again. Just Anthony Dash is not going to let it all go. He's going to continue beating him up for a couple of rounds, getting him a little more tired for a couple of rounds. And I see him going down, going Anthony, Andy Ruiz going down between round five and seven by KO. Hey, what I did really quick, just to let folks know, since we weren't able to put the interface with my my co-hosts here on the YouTube, I did go, I did set up a live stream, so you'll you'll be able to hear everybody talk on YouTube, and you'll just be able to see me. Unfortunately, you'll you'll have to deal with my ugly mug. Um, so I'm gonna send out a a, a link out here David, for everybody. Actually, yeah. David, actually, I was gonna ask you if I can uh, call you through Skype right now and try to test the connection on the stream. Yeah. Let's give it a shot, man. While you do that, let me um, let me patch in the fight fan over here and and Let's see what they got to say. You know, um, Let's do it. Okay, five one zero. You're on live right now. Leave a ring, man. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, hey, Milton. Hey, uh, David. Hey, Kevin. Uh, how you guys doing, man? Fernando over here in Richmond. How you guys doing? Fernando, how you doing, brother? You know, uh, oh, great, I'm, I'm still waking up, bro. <laughs> Oh, dude, truth. I'm a little hungover, bro. I'm, 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 I'm a little. Right? Uh, I'm still waiting on a cup of coffee to get started, man. Like waking up, man. It's cool though. It's like, it's like a early Christmas, man. Like the fights are already on too. I don't know if you guys knew that, but the fights are already. Started. I know. I'm watching it's it right uh, now. I got them all up on my TV. So we're just, we're just still trying to figure out this whole YouTube thing, because um, we could. I mean, I gotta. I mean, I I want everybody to see it because Kenny did a phenomenal job, man, uh, with this interface. Uh, where everybody could see all three of us at the same time, and you could see the topics that we're going to talk about, uh, the tweets, um, you know, everything that comes along with a, with a real, what a show is supposed to be really look like. So, well, hopefully we can. You know, I'll be dope, and, you know, I'll be dope, and it finally gets working. I'll be dope, dude. That'll be cool, you know. So, but uh, yeah. Um, what was I asking you guys about? Hey, is uh, are other people going to be calling in too? Like uh. Like that boxing dude uh, and uh, and uh, Evan, are they calling in today too? Or yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a few folks are going to be calling in. We actually got to call in. Uh, um, I want to see. I'm, I want to say we're going to probably call in um, Henry Ramirez. Remember Henry Ramirez, the trainer uh, of uh, Chris the Nightmare. I want to. I want to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'll probably give give him a call and and, and talk to him. Um, hey, so any. Any change of your pick for for today's fight or what? Well, like we talked about yesterday, dude. Like I'm really, uh, like I'm kind of over it, but I'm, I'm like there's so many uh, red flags with Andy, you know. Like they, I've been ignoring, right? Like the partying, 
the buying, you know, spending a lot of money, kind of, you know, you know, like a lot of stuff, like, yeah, it's all good, right? Like, whatever, right? But yesterday, man, I was like, that's, you know, like, I'm a big dude too, right? I'm a big dude. I go to the gym, I work out, whatever, right? But I know right. this much, dude, like, when I really hit it hard, I lose weight, right? If Andy was really hitting it hard, he would lose weight. Because when you're big, man, you can, you gain weight easy and you lose it easy too, man. We work hard enough, man. And and for, for Andy to gain weight, dude, he must have not been doing nothing. Nothing at all, bro. Cause, I mean, like I, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm basically about the same size as Andy. I'm six foot one, two hundred sixty pounds, man. And I, and and I'll go down some. I'll go up a little bit, you know, depending on how much I go to the gym. But for him to gain weight as a boxer, as a heavyweight champion, that's it too, man. I'm like disappointed that he's supposed to be like, you know, because we're really proud of him, dude. We're really proud of him, dude. Like our whole family, like we're really excited about the fight today. We've been talking about it for months, you know, like like my cousin's having a fight fight party, you know, and like. And uh, we're really, but we're just, you know, I, me personally, I, my cousins talked about it. They're, they're like, yeah, whatever. Do you know, you know, we don't, you know, it doesn't matter what size we are. You, like, he, my cousin told me yesterday, man, did you ever kill a size you were when you got in a fight? It just happened, man. You get into it, man. That's going to be Andy. I go, it's a little bit different, though, dude, professional boxing, man, because. Right. No, I know. I know. Like, I mean, it's know, just the contrast. It, I'm, I'm just, huh? I'm wondering, like I said earlier, uh, is this a strategy? Is this. Is this really lack of discipline? I'm not sure yet. We're gonna find out. Hey, all the noise you hear in the background—it's Kenny. Um, you know, trying to get everything set up and still try to get us here on a live stream on YouTube. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna end this one because Rocky to the Mexican What happened? I said my cousin. Like, he's just joking around, being a smartass. He said. Uh, uh, like Andy went from the Mexican uh, Rocky to the Mexican Butterbean man on one day, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, cold, that's man. Good, cold. I know. That's cold cold buddy. Buddy. Cold cold each other, dude. <laughs> All right, cold brother. Blood, I'm gonna put you on hold because I'm gonna catch in some other fight fans here. We got a, a lot of calls on the line, All right, man. Thank, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, we're we're kind of hectic right now because we are trying to figure out. Um. We are trying to figure out how to do put the interface. We're, we're still working on that, of getting that up and going for everybody uh, to tune in. So let me patch in another fight fan here. Let's go area code 787. You're on live right now. Leaving ring 10. What's on your mind, brother? Yo, what up, Davis? Rob. What's up, Rob? How you doing, brother? All good. How's it going over there? Man, it's raining like cats and dogs over here right now, bro. It's all gloomy and stuff, man. Hey, let me ask you this, dude. Because of this morning time, I was, ask, I was actually talking to somebody else about this. I said... You can hear, you can hear them in the background, too. Hold on. Hold on, man. I apologize. In any ways, but can you guys can you hear them, Rob? Um, not right now. No, I can't hear anything but you right now. Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I had to I had to hang up really quick because I couldn't hear anything that you were saying. But um, what I was saying was, dude, this it, it this morning time, which I don't really mind, but at the same time, I, it kind of takes away that 
that fight feel for me. I don't know about you guys, but it really takes away that fight feel for me for it being a big fight. Because I'm so used – I mean, the East Coast guys, those guys over there right now, they're enjoying it because it's what? You know, late in the day already, uh, whereas over here it's early in the morning, and I'm, I'm always used to, like, doing um, – like a barbecue or something, and, and I'm not able to do that right now. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you're when you're going through the like evening, you're setting up uh, to to get to the night time to get to the main event fights. But in the morning, you don't really have that time. You don't have that luxury. You kind of just rush exactly. to get to get to the fight. Exactly, man. So, what's your pick, bro? Who are you picking? Um. Even since uh, ever since the first fight, I figured Joshua would win the rematch. Um, it's not because Ruiz is fat. I mean, like, like Ruiz. I mean, he he's he, he's fat. Like that's it. Like he that's his body type. He's fat. Um, and he wasn't champion before. He spoke he spoke about his trouble before, like how he was in in rough spots with his career with money. It, it he came, he probably came in lighter prior. Um, in the first fight because he wasn't eating good. You know, now he's eating good. You know, he's eating as much as he wants and all this stuff. He's never hungry. So him being 15 pounds away, I don't really think that's a big deal. But um, Josh was just – the the record that British fighters have of coming to the States and looking good is is just not that good. I mean, I didn't – that's why I thought Josh was going to lose the first fight. I don't think he's going to lose this fight. If he and and this is all going off of like my head where Ruiz is going in with the same game plan. I don't think Ruiz should change his game plan. It was working right. good in the first fight. It it worked out for him. Joshua has to change his game plan. If Joshua doesn't change his game plan, probably. Ooh, but I'm. I think so. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming he's gonna change it up. So I'm gonna. I'm I think gonna so too. Coming in, coming in ten pounds lighter tells me that they really went back. And uh, he really went back to to the drawing board, you know, and and yeah. and, and really evaluated what what happened that first time they had met up in Los in in, uh, in uh, New York. So I I tend to believe that they came in with a more serious plan. I, I just go back with Andy again. I mean, I'm not sure what, what where his head's at or what his team were thinking. Are they thinking more way to absorb punishment, more way to walk the guy down because we know he's going to come and lean. We know he's going to try to box. We're going to find out in a few hours here, right, on the zone. But, man, it just makes you wonder. Um, another thing, too, Joshua losing weight. I mean, like, people keep talking about Andy Ruiz. Like, up, like was it a bad move? Like I said, I think it's just his lifestyle change. You know, I think he put in hard work. I th- I'm, I'm sure he worked hard in the gym. Um, he looks fit still. It's, he doesn't look like he's not in shape. Um, he looks like the same guy, you know. His 15 pounds really doesn't look like a big deal. I think the numbers kind of throw people off a little bit. But um, when you look at Joshua, Joshua's a guy who's predicated on being that muscle mass, you know, having that, that size. He took the size away. Now he's not the bigger man. You know, he's taller but he's not exactly longer, mm-hmm. and now he's definitely not heavier. So what are they going to do? Because it, it's kind of late in Joshua's career to try to switch it up, you know? <laughs> it, it, <laughs> so 
is this for this fight only, or are they going to try to do this with Wilder? Because I don't, well, I don't know how this is going to pan out. Well, I, I wouldn't say I don't think that they're trying anything new because uh, if you look at early in Joshua's career. Uh, he didn't start out weighing 250 pounds. He went up to 250 pounds. He started it was somewhere around 230 or something like that, 235. You know, he was the lighter man before. Uh, he's always tried to have the game plan of, like, imitating Klitschko. It just hasn't always worked for him. So he put on the more muscle mass to sustain more power and try to be the, the come-in powerful fighter. But he's never, like... Uh, like he's going back to the to, to what he used to originally do, basically back to his his, his the weight that he used, he came into boxing with. I think that he felt okay. that the weight that he put on for Ruiz. Yeah, yeah, you you cut out. I don't know if you're still talking or not. Are are you guys there? Yeah, I'm I'm here. Can... Oh, okay. The the other the other guy that was talking cut like cut out. I can't hear. Him. Yeah, I can hear you good. Yeah, I was able to hear. I was able to hear Kenny. Yeah, I was able to hear Kenny pretty good, and stuff. I know there was like oh, an okay. echo, an echo in the background. There was like a really bad echo in the background. Maybe that's why we couldn't really hear you. It's not oh. there anymore. But yeah, Cause no, because yeah, because I I can't hear him, but I think you can. It's weird. Yeah, it looks like everything's just falling apart. We're having a lot of technical difficulties here, man. <laughs> well, have you guys thought about like right. starting everything up? Just like starting it all back up, like shutting it all down and putting it, it, it back up. It might, we might have to end up doing that. Yeah. Hey, Rob, I'm gonna let yeah. you go, bro. Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah, man. No problem. Yeah, it just doesn't. I can hear you good. Hmm. I, you know, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I again, the going back to what AJ dropping ten pounds, getting leaner, tells me he's looking to to go twelve rounds. He's looking to move. Um, he's he's looking to box. He's not looking to make that same mistake, which is try to go an all out war with uh, Andy Ruiz. Um, the pounds that that are at it. And again, I stress that this is the second time. This is the second heaviest 
time that Andy Reeves has stepped into a ring. His first, the, the heaviest he was, was 297, and that was back in 2009 of March in his pro debut. Um, so, I, I, I again, I go, what, what, is, what was the whole purpose of him gaining weight, you know? Was it really lack of discipline, or was this an out of pounds because they want to walk down uh, AJ, they want to walk him down. They, 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 they know they have the upper hand in speed with when it comes to throwing combinations. But um, I think what they want to do is push him back, push AJ back. We saw what happened when AJ engages with Andy Ruiz. Uh, Ruiz having shorter arms is gonna. It's always gonna meet. It's always gonna land first before. AJ can do it, you know. It this this the whole thing is just really interesting. You know, I don't want to be too hung up with the weight, but at the same time, you gotta kinda be kind of hung up on the fucking weight, right? You know. Who, Ruiz? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so too. I, I don't I don't see him not not letting his hands go. Um at all. I mean I, I see him going out there and and trying to end this quick. Or again, I mean, look, Andy Ruiz is first the first time around, um wasn't doing much, man, for three rounds. You know what I mean? Uh, it was AJ that was landing the bigger shots. It was AJ controlling the fight. It was AJ that got that scored the first knockdown. So it's I think it's really hard to predict what Ruiz is going to do because we've seen so many faces of Ruiz in, in the ring. You know, we've seen him be a pressure fighter against uh, Joshua Parker, but we also saw that he struggled with yeah, we we saw though with with Parker, he struggled a bit with, with a boxer, and that's exactly what Team AJ could have went back and looked at film and said, "This is the way to beat this guy. This is the way we need to beat him is to to back up, jab, box, back up, and and it, don't allow him to close that distance." And now that he's a bigger guy, two eighty three, you know, point uh, seven pounds. Um, if I'm AJ's team, I'm really now campaigning back up and, and, and make the bigger guy chase you. Cause we're going to test that extra flab that's around his uh, midsection. Um, you know, we're going to test it out. See if he is conditioned. Did he lack the discipline that money folks are saying that, that he did. All right. I know.
Uh, do me a favor, Kenny. Uh, send out the link. Oh, wait a minute. I got it. I got it. Oh, there we are. I got it. I'm gonna patch in. Uh, I'm gonna patch in Evan uh, who's on, who does the Aficionados podcast on the Leaving Re- Network. Are you there, bro? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Dave. All right, great. How we doing? How we doing? Doing good. We're working on this whole YouTube thing and, and trying to, you know, get this all working like a, a, a fine old machine, but now we're still just doing a lot of tests. Uh, but I applaud the guys, man. They worked on this all last night and then today. So we're all scrambling. Uh, I think now we kind of know how the HBO team used to feel back in the day when they were trying to get everything up and streaming. Well, up on networks, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you really quick. What is your take, man, about the whole degrees coming in at 283.7? I mean, I don't really, I don't really think it affects either fighter's path to victory. Like, I think if you thought Anthony Joshua was going to come in and outbox Andy Ruiz, or certainly, you know, I, I would say his game plan should be something like for the first four to six rounds, try to make it a little bit more of a track meet, use your jab, get Andy Ruiz running around. All that makes you is more confident that Andy, you know, that, that Andy Ruiz is going to get tired. It looks like he's not in shape when you look at it like that. But 
that's if you thought Anthony Joshua was going to win. If you thought Andy Ruiz was going to win, it's probably going to be in a scenario where Anthony Joshua and Ruiz get caught in a, in a crossfire situation. And I'm not sure Ruiz being that heavy affects that scenario at all. If so, if you thought Andy Ruiz was going to win, you probably still think Andy Ruiz is going to win. Um, You know, to me, to me, it, it doesn't, Andy Ruiz's pathway to victory is by getting in exchanges, having faster hands, winning those exchanges and scoring a knockdown. And I don't think this weight affects him doing that at all. So Evan, quick question. You don't think that the extra weight might affect his hand speed? Because that would be my concern if I was in the uh, camp of Ruiz. I think what I think it does is, is it puts a time limit on uh, if we're going to make the assumption that Andy Ruiz isn't as in as good of shape, I think what it ends up doing is it means Ruiz has got to accomplish this. He, he's got to have his pathway to victory go in the first eight rounds. And what, once you get past eight rounds, his stamina is just not going to be there. So if it affects his hand speed, maybe slightly, but we've seen this guy come in heavy before and still have very, very, very fast hands. So yeah, let me ask you, what's your pick? So who are you picking for tonight? What's uh, who do you got? I mean, I'm conflicted on so many levels. I'm just I'm <laughs> fascinated. By, <laughs> I'm fascinated by so many things, man. It's like the the in my heart, I want Andy Ruiz to win. I I live in Southern California. I love his story. I think his story is great for the sport. I think it's great for the U.S. specifically. Um, I think there's great business to be done in the U.S. in primetime if Andy Ruiz wins. And, and you know, his future is fantastic. In my head says Anthony Joshua is going to win. My head says that Anthony Joshua is going to be disciplined this time. He's not going to come in uh, looking for those exchanges. And I actually think Anthony Joshua, I actually think he's a really tough fighter. Like if you look every time he's been buzzed in the past, he's been able to recover. I think it was a temple shot where he wasn't able to recover. I think the fact that he still fought three or four more rounds after getting hit with the temple shot is a testament to how tough he is. And, you know, I do think he'll come out with the victory. I do. I, I think he's a tough guy. Now that doesn't mean, Andy Ruiz, you know, look, you, Andy Ruiz can still put him out. Like, it's not like he has a great chin. I just think he's tough uh, when I'm referring to Joshua there. So, right. also, like, you guys know my whole thing is the business side. The dominoes here on the business side are, are completely fascinating. So, you know, yeah. I mean, this could this could be the snowball that turns into the avalanche where – the zone just says, screw it. We're out of, we're out of the U S market. Like we're too big worldwide to worry about this crap. You know, we're spending too much money. Uh, if you talk to the zone execs, they're very excited to build Anthony Joshua in the United States. So from that standpoint, they want the opportunity to do it. Uh, so, th- you know, and, and we all know what's at stake for, uh, for Fox here. Um, I actually did, uh, I got a Twitter question um, before coming on here to talk about 
if Andy Ruiz could ever appear back on the zone, um, even if he wins. And I think the answer, and, and Eddie Hearn has actually said this in a couple interviews that the answer to that could be yes. And, you know, the, it's really interesting because I think if Andy Ruiz wins, if you're the PBC, you have a big decision to make because based on Andy Ruiz's history, we know that they're going to want to get him in the ring quick. So to, to get him back in the ring, the question is, do you put him on the zone in a winnable fight where he gets paid a big amount of money, probably to, to, you know, ideally to be in a winnable fight, or do you test his market on pay-per-view and take the risk? A lot of these pay-per-views that we've seen have fallen flat in 2019. Right. And do you risk only doing 500,000 pay-per-view buys or something like that, maybe less than that uh, without the right opponent? Because, the PBC and, and Fox are going to want to match him up with Wilder, win or lose for Deontay Wilder, I would think, after the Fury fight. So, you know, it, it, do, you, do you want to get his, his marketplace value out there and potentially diminish it? It's a great question. Well, we'll find out. I mean, a few hours if, if he, you know, like I said, I go back again with that host. Is it a strategy coming in extra heavier? Um, is it going to play right for him? Is it going to play against him? Those those questions are going to be definitely definitely answered. We got to stop talking and saying random shit. We're live on the mic and on video. We keep on doing this like we're not baiting. We're on hold. So just focus to the show. Forget about everything. Let me do all the tech. Just focus on. <laughs> sorry about that, Evan. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, me. I'm just trying to fix this up because uh, we having so many tech issues with this video. So uh, apologies. No worries, so, man. So bad. Well, we got you on record here, Evan. Um, I will talk to you soon, Brian. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Evan. <clears throat> you guys, you want to call in, you certainly can. 347-215-7598. Let's talk boxing. Let's talk AJ. Let's talk Ruiz. Right now, I'm, I'm watching Molina get his ass handed to him. Um, what is this? The second round already? First round, guys? Are you guys watching? Yeah, I was trying to put that on my, my TV. Did you hear sound from the fight for a second? David? Did I what? You didn't hear any sound from the fight on uh, no. on your connection, did you? No, 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 no. Again, guys, we apologize. We're still trying to sort everything out. You know, uh, we're very new to doing this uh, live stream, and uh, and uh, and at the same time, trying to concentrate on what we're talking about and watching the fight. Um, it's it's hard. We're we're juggling a lot of stuff, you know. We're definitely juggling a lot of things. Uh, but I guess uh, just to get back to topic, to respond to, to, to the couple of things that the gentleman before said, I was listening but wasn't able to respond. Um, I definitely think that the weight is going to affect Andy Ruiz. I disagree with his thought. He said that he doesn't think it will affect him. It will definitely affect him. He's still going to be able to throw punches and punches, of course, but it's going to affect his feet. It's going to affect his stamina. It's going to... Uh, affect his ability to get back up even when he gets knocked down. The extra weight, the extra mass, it, it takes a toll on people. Uh, um, I, if you were going for Anthony, Andy Ruiz, like you said before, you're probably still going for Andy Ruiz. Um, but yeah, the, the weight does play a big factor. Andy Ruiz well, is going to try to use the weight against Anthony Joshua to like bully him and push him against the ropes and such. Well, here's Anthony the- Joshua's going to 
get caught not, not let Rui juice the Here's the thing, though, Kenny. And there's a lot of folks, uh, even even before uh, the 283.7 was announced, that heavy or not, Andy Andy's always fought as a big kid. You know what I mean? He's always been a big guy. So that that is not the con- – I mean, I think that's why a lot of folks are not overly concerned. Um but I agree with you. I, I have to. I have if if I'm being realistic here, I have to go with my instincts is in thinking that this could affect them in such a way, um, because because the whole thing is we don't know what the strategy is. You know, I'm I'm just making a speculation of what the strategy may be uh, when it comes in a few hours here uh, as the main event happens. I mean, those are just strategies that I'm hoping that's what they were looking for to do. But if you if you if you're doing the eye test and and you're looking at AJ who dropped significantly ten pounds less than what he originally had stepped in in their first fight, you're gonna lean towards AJ and think, okay, they really went back and watched that first fight, and they went back and watched tape of of what has given. Andy Ruiz problems, you know, whereas Andy Ruiz and his team may be thinking, you know, AJ can't, he, he, he's not going to be able to switch it up. We're going to fight the same guy. And that's pretty much uh, what we're going to deal with, you know? Yeah, I think it's a supremely confident decision. And, you know, to me, it just speaks volumes about what they think of Anthony Joshua as a fighter and what they think of his ability to rebound and readjust and come back to the new game plan. Right. I, I, I agree with that. I, I can find that very funny uh, for Andy, like, the disrespect. It's Andy actually Ruiz. quite disrespectful. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny to respect Andy Ruiz has for AJ and the way he's been treating him and matchups and stuff. And, like, when he, he went up to his face when they were facing off and he was like, uh, and still, or something along those lines. So, like, the mock that he's been doing to me is pretty But, uh, I don't see that helping him out. I think AJ is a very level-headed person. You can see him in his face off and all his press conferences. He's a very calm person. He's not a, he's not like outwardly aggressive. He controls his emotions. I don't see him. I don't see any of those that nonsense affecting him. I see him being able to keep his calm. They're both calm. really calm and in there and breaking down five to seven rounds, like I said. Yeah, I mean, I both, both guys are calm. Either. Yeah. Eric Molina's losing, but I think he's definitely the toughest school teacher in the world. As a teacher, I'm going to give him those five. Bro, I'm <laughs> yeah, he, he's taking a lot of shots to the back of the head. He's a teacher, first and foremost. Again, guys, if you watch the stream right now, you, you most likely can't hear uh, uh, Dave's audio on the stream, but we're, we're, we're working on fixing this for a future stream. We may possibly do one tonight if, if we have the opportunity. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, he's taking a lot of shots, Molina. Uh, a few in the back of his head that he's complaining about. Uh, you know, it, it's it pretty much is planning, you know, uh, panning out what we kind of had discussed on our Monday show here. You know, hey, let me patch in a, let me patch in a fight fan here on Leaving Ring. Uh, let's go. Area code 805. You're on live right now on Leaving Ring. What's on your mind, brother? What's up? It's me, Noel, brother. Noel, yeah, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good, good. What's happening? We're, we're all watching. Yeah, I see, I see this guy. What, 
I missed it. Did he get nut shot or? I missed their little replay. He's getting all kinds of shots right now, dude. <laughs> no. No, no, no. But was that a shot downstairs? A legitimate shot downstairs? I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to watch the. I'm, I'm trying to watch it, but yeah. at the same time, focus on, on what we got going on here. I, I, I'm. On the show. All right. Well, well, well let, let me hear you. Let me tell you this. Um, yeah, they made a big deal over, you know, the Andy Ruiz's weight. Um, it's. It was pretty clear the guy came in. If you never held one of those sombreros, they're pretty damn heavy, right? He had a chain on. He had a tank top on. Pants on. And, you know, he's not no, he's not 34 by 30 pants. You know what I mean? That's, that's a lot more cloth up in there. All right? Socks are you, and shoes. Are you, are you suggesting, are you suggesting that, that, that Ruiz went in with pockets full of Snicker bars? And that's why it tipped the scale to 283.7. Noel, is that what you're trying to tell me, bro? <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this right here. What? Right? When, when well, I'm gonna ask you actually. When you weigh yourself, like legitimately weigh yourself, yeah. Like whether it's a scale at home or whatever, do you strip down to get like a true size, like a true weight, or do you go in there with your fucking jeans and your and your shoes, and you're all dressed up, because I bet you, I bet it myself. It's like a good 10 pounds with jeans, shoes, shirt, wallet, all that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but look, I mean, if I'm trying to get an accurate, um, my accurate weight, obviously I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strip down. But, no, I agree with you. When you got keys in your pocket, cell phone, wallet, tennis shoes. Oh, uh, fuck. That guy's getting hit back of the head so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 but I, I just don't know if that's going to be. I mean, it's 15 pounds over, right? 15, 15 pounds from what they originally weighed in in their first fight. So, even if you had all well, that in the stuff first fight, that he was packing. In the, in, you, in, go ahead. That in the first fight, did he weigh in with just shorts, or was he all fully clothed as well? No, he weighed in with shorts. I, okay. Yeah. So you're Short, good, Shorts or underwear, like boxer briefs. Right. Santarans, bro. He was wearing his Santarans. Oh, well, there you go. Come on, guys. And that, uh, Manny Robles, uh, he like a video out there. He said, like, hey, on reality, he came in like – like he's probably weighing two seventy three or something like that. But it, I wonder. I mean, look. I mean, I, I don't know if like all the the fame and all that just came to his head. He just wants to look good on TV, you know, sombrero, chain, you know what I mean, all that good stuff. Because I mean, he doesn't, you know, in the heavyweight division, you don't really have to make weight. Do they want to get into Anthony Joshua's head? Like, oh, this guy doesn't give a fuck about this fight, really. He's not taking this fight seriously. There's there's a there's a lot of different ways you can like take it, you know what I mean? But I'm just telling you just from my experience as far as weighing yourself truly versus having I mean clothes weigh a lot, dude. You know what I mean? They do. It might right. seem like they don't, but they do. And I use I'm telling you, it's a, like a good eight to ten pounds with your jeans, your shoes. That's why when I go to the doctor, like I I take out like the wallet. I take off like my <laughs> you know, whatever the hell I have and shit. I'm like, because I already know that that weight is going to be bullshit versus how right. I weigh myself truly at home. You know what I mean? Because it's like, wait a minute. 
I weigh two fifteen at home. You know, I'm fucking two twenty five here. <laughs> but I already know that's why, because I've, I've I've done the, you know, I've done that just from firsthand experience, you know. But it's a scale at the gym, scale at home, and all that. So, so well, that's thing that's pretty much what I just wanted to say. Anything taking that man to the first time. Anything taking that man to the first time. It doesn't matter how heavy the man is. Well, he better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ain't got no choice but to take him serious this time around. Which I gotta say, I don't I don't buy that that like he didn't take him serious. Look, he had baby Miller in first hand. Um no one let you go, bro. All right. Thanks for calling in. Uh, um, no worries, no worries. All right, brother. Um he had baby Miller who who immediately was dropped because he had a whole pharmacy in his, his system. So that's one style that he was training and getting ready for. He wasn't expecting a fast, chubby kid to come at him and attack the way he did. And again, for three rounds, guys, three rounds, he, AJ was doing exactly what he wanted to do. He scored the, knock, the first knockdown. It was Andy Ruiz who had to work, work his way back in, which, which I mean is, is AJ did the big mistake of Trading with him. Let me patch in another fight fan here on Leaving the Ring. Uh, let's go area code 702. You're on live right now on Leaving the Ring. I believe it's Johnny Zig from Effort. Let's talk box. Let's talk fights on Leaving the Ring. What's up, brother? What's going on, fellas? How we doing today? Woo! Great, great. Can't complain. Yeah. Awesome, brother. I mean... When you when you have boxing for most of the day on a Saturday, how upset can you be? You know. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. It's like Christmas morning for me, man. I got out of bed at seven thirty on a Saturday, dude. I'm pumped I know, up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking hey, forward yeah, to hey, this Johnny, fight, man. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this though, because I had asked uh, I asked Rob Riddler from Puerto Rico, who called in uh, earlier, um, that dude. I don't mind this. I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm happy that the fights are on right now. But at the same time, I don't have that that like big fight feel. Like you know what I mean? Because I'm so used to barbecuing. I'm so used to having like a 12 pack next to me. And right now, I can't do any of that because it's so early in the morning. And I wouldn't want you guys to think that I'm an alcoholic or anything like that. <laughs> you know. No, but, but the thing is, you can you can light that grill early, man. You can crack a beer early. You work hard. You're oh, off I know. today. You're right. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, rub it in, Kenny. Rub it in, but hey, I already cracked open. <laughs> I already cracked open my first one, fellas. So I'm already going. <laughs> are you? Damn, boy. Yeah, man. Hey, dude, I'm off today, brother. I'm off. So uh, I'm looking forward to today, man. We're all talking about the weight. You know, it's like I always tell everyone this, even going into the first fight with Andy Ruiz, imagine if he didn't box, how big would this man be? You know, some guys get naturally big and heavy, right? But here's what's up. Now, he's 15 pounds heavier. 
So you say to yourself, man, how hard did he really train? At the end of the day, I think he'll be all right. For me, the Joshua weight loss might be a concern. Now, I always wanted Joshua to take off some muscle. I thought that that muscle was that muscle mass was too much oxygen to get into your blood flow, you know, to sustain stamina. And we've seen him save late in fights. But this time around, if I'm Andy Ruiz and I get on the inside, say if he can't land, I mean, you want to bully him. You want to wrestle with Anthony Joshua. So that extra pound could definitely weigh on um, Anthony Joshua in a big way, man. But I'm really looking forward to this. I still believe that Ruiz will KO Joshua under nine. Uh, for, for a reason, I mean, it's just do what you did the last time, bro. Get on the inside. Use your hand speed. Work the body. Stay low. Shoot the shots that Joshua can't see coming. You know, and if you can't land, like I just said, put your weight on him. Joshua is the one that needs to make the changes here going into this fight more so than Andy, I believe. Now, he needs to pull a Lennox Lewis, Joshua does, if you will, type performance, right? Um, you know, you look at Lennox Lewis in the past, brother. Like, I mean, he went the Hockey Rockman thing, you know. Oliver McCall, and sometimes the most driving forces in life are not from the best memories. Is Anthony Joshua that guy to put together that type of performance tonight and make those adjustments in under six months? I don't know, fellas. I don't know. Uh, I, I, think, I think he was fine to begin with. Uh, uh, I just think that he was preparing for a different style fighter in Big Baby Miller, and then he got introduced to a fighter who's way better than Baby Miller, which is Andy Ruiz. If Andrew Ruiz and Big Baby Miller were to face off and fight, I'll put all of my money on Andrew Ruiz. So uh, I just think he's training for a different opponent. I, opponent. I think uh, Anthony Dash is going to go into this fight just fine. He's going to have a B-level head. He's going to be just fine. Uh, I do think that the weight that Ruiz has on him, the extra weight, will help Ruiz uh, push him around the ring. But I don't really see... Uh, I don't really see it helping him out in any other way besides him being able to push uh, AJ around the body. Now, AJ looking size, I think, uh, losing size, I think that's very positive for AJ because he was too big, too big and too muscular, and he got tired last fight. He's blaming him getting tired last fight. He's blaming that on 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 the, the extra body weight that he had before. So now, him, he'll have no excuses if he's losing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the weight affecting Anthony Joshua in the negative way. I think that the weight the weight that Ruiz gained and the weight that AJ dropped is all beneficial to AJ instead of to Ruiz. Um, but uh, really quickly, I just, have, I just have to say that I think uh, we've had three or four callers so far, and all of our callers have uh, said that they go for Andy Ruiz. So and, yeah. I think the tally is going forward right now. Well, we are in the United States. I've got a question for you guys. I was just watching the uh, Herjavec win over Molina. How do you guys rank him as a heavyweight contender? Uh, personally, I still have uh, Dubois is like my young up-and-comer in terms of who I've rated the most highly. Yeah. I'm gonna have to see more of them before I even say anything. But I'm, I, yeah. I'm, I, Dubois is the guy that, yeah, um, that I would definitely. Literally. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely the guy that you want to keep a close eye on, you know. But I also enjoy Fa Ajagba. He's pretty good too. He's got a lot to prove, like these young cats do. But Daniel Dubois is nice. I like the look of him. You know, a good combination puncher comes in with good energy. 
and I just love where the heavyweight division's at right now overall, man. Dude, I know. You got to love where the heavyweight division is at right now at this moment. I mean, what's, what's there not to like? You have a little bit of everything uh, from every fighter, you know. I'm, I, you know what? I, I would like to see AJ. Look, my pick is, is Ruiz. I'm still sticking with my pick, my pick. I think Ruiz can still pull it off. Like I said, I, I really believe that there's, there's either a, there was a mental game like Noel who called earlier saying that, you know, look, uh, uh, there's added pounds. He had his pants on, all this stuff. Um, but I also believe that, 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 they're going to try to walk down AJ because he is more trimmed and they're going to probably try to avoid boxing AJ. I, I think, I think they think like a lot of fans right now that believe that he won't be, he won't be able to win a decision against AJ if he goes all 12 round guys. I don't know what you guys think, but I don't think that can happen. Oh, I agree. I will say, I will say this to Jeff. I'm sorry. Guy. Go ahead. Man. Yeah. Did you have to play a factor here with Joshua, man? What was that, Johnny? I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time hearing. So if I'm cutting you off, brother, I feel terrible about that. But what I was going to say is I could definitely see Joshua boxing. You know, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Good jab. You know, he's got to be careful on that inside because that Andy Ruiz hands me, you know. And I do think that Andy Ruiz is a better boxer, right? But can he pull off a decision? I mean, even though they're saying neutral territory in Saudi Arabia, let's face facts here, man. Joshua is the money guy, you know. It's in everyone's best interest over there to have Joshua prevail tonight, you know, for the zone for a lottery, um, like Evan was stating earlier. Uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not, again, going to rule out Joshua's capability here. He is a good fighter. And let's really see how much the weight affects Andy Ruiz. Well, we're going to find out. You're definitely going to find out in a few hours here um, on the zone on a Saturday morning and a Saturday afternoon for you guys up in New York. You know, um, Noel's having a beer. He texts me. He's like, I'm already having one, man. I'm having a – what did you say, Noel? You're having a, 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 a cranberry? No, that was Kenny the, the other day. He needed a cranberry. <laughs> no, well, Noel, Noel, he said he wanted a – no, he's drinking beer. He just said, I'm drinking beer, you know. We're chingon. He doesn't want nobody to know that Noel's drinking juice and champagne or something, right? What do you call that, anyways? What is that called? And vodka shot. What is it? Uh, right, right now, mimosa? I'm doing a mimosa. That's what, I, that's what I'm messing with. Damn. You're talking about the beer with the tomato juice? No, that's a that's a michelada. Yeah, no, that's that's there something different. See, that's a West Coast yeah. thing. When I moved, because I'm originally from New Jersey, very close to New York City, right? So forget when about I came it. through over here, they were drinking. Forget about it, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm over here now, but you know, so I'm over here on the West Coast now. And one of my homies like went down. I'm like, what's that? He's like a beer and tomato. So I'm like, what? You don't do that on the East Coast. But it's actually not too bad. Oh, man. Right. 
Don't don't add weight. Don't add weight to Andy Ruiz, man. Come on. <laughs> Poor guy's already getting shitted on. <laughs> Hey, listen, I, know, I just man. want to apologize yeah. right now. I cannot hear the co-host. I could just hear David. So if I if I talk over anyone, I apologize. I can only hear David right now. I can hear Kenny and Emil Carr like very, very low volume right now. So I just want to apologize for that. Hello? My fans, you want to call in, you certainly can, 347-215-7598. We apologize about the the live stream. I mean, we're still testing it out. Um, The guys really, Kenny, the producer of Leave the Ring, uh, worked all night, uh, you know, to try to get it up. Uh, As you saw, the interface of what what we're trying to bring now to the Leave the Ring uh, 97 Rough YouTube channel. Um, it's something that we're, we're going to concentrate on. We're going to get it right. We're going to get it right. So, you know, just bear with us. Um, so you were just, you know, luckily we're able to get it up so you could see where we're at, you know, um, in terms of, of, of the stream, but we're going to continue on here on, on leaving in the ring. Um, and I think I got a milk car back on, um, I'm back on, I believe. Oh, Kenny's back on. I can on. hear you, Kenny. I got you, Kenny. Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. Can I ask um, a question real quick? Does anyone think that Kalichko fight with Joshua kind of maybe, like, changed Joshua a little bit? Like, that's one thing I noticed. Like, and that was a hell of a fight. And he suffered a brutal, brutal knockdown in that fight and had to go through hell to get himself back. Now, Kalichko, you know, definitely pumped the brakes after he had Joshua hurt where he should have stepped on the gas. There's no doubt. Right. And that was the difference with Andy Ruiz and able to finish Joshua in their first fight. I mean, Andy did take off the uh, fourth round cause he did go pretty crazy in round three, but then he stepped on the gas in five. But I mean, for Joshua to administer what he did against Kalichko and get up from a shot that most people don't get up from. Right. And then go through a grueling fight. And he also did suffer mad adversity in that round after being dropped. I think that might have taken a little something out of him overall. What's your guys' thoughts on that? I I think I agree with you. Uh, um, well, I don't know if it took out of him. It it, it, it changed him as a fighter for sure. Because after that Klitschko fight, after he got knocked down the first time, he tried to become uh, – uh, he tried to actually, like, adapt Klitschko style and add it to his game and become more like a – like a jab, 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 grab you type of guy, as opposed to the ferocious monster that we knew Anthony Joshua to win. So I would have to definitely agree with you that I think it took something away. It took something away from his from from the beast that he is, but it also added uh, uh, a little more to uh, a little variety to his style. It, it, it did make him a little soft though. To the repertoire, definitely added some. And you know what? At the end of the day, I say this: in all his wins, you still look at them. Only one of them went the distance, so he's he's still brutal. But there was a, a little bit of a difference in his in approach, and I think people should change as they grow older and adapt. And because you don't want to take you know crazy amounts of punishment, especially at the heavyweight ranks, bro. Well, there was a huge difference for me between the AJ pre Klesko and the AJ post Klesko. AJ pre Klesko was trying to knock out everybody, and if you look yep. at his fights with Dillian White, if you look at his fights with Eric Molina. If you look at his um, 
fights, uh, you know, even the Charles Martin fight, especially when he won the title in such a quick period, he was, uh, you know, go first, uh, was, was throwing, you know, hooks and right hands and occasionally even uppercuts. I wouldn't say with reckless abandon, but definitely in a, with an offensive mindset. Post-Klitschko, I mean, look at the fights with Charles, uh, Takam, Carlos Takam, uh, Joseph Parker, you know, the Takam fight I felt was terribly, terribly stopped really, really early by the referee, and it was competitive. The, the fight with um, with Joseph Parker, again, the referee was constantly stepping in and breaking up the action, and in both of those fights, he was very, very defensive, very defensive compared to how he was prior to uh, the Klitschko fight. So I think he probably tried to learn from Klitschko. Apparently he's also taken a lot of advice from Klitschko uh, going into this rematch with Andy Ruiz. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a, a, a difference since that Klitschko fight. Absolutely. Great observation about the referee and that Joseph Parker fight, man. That was absolutely ridiculous. Every single time they started to get things going in a very boring and tactical fight, the referee just came in and was like, nah, you guys can't fight today. But, yeah, uh, specifically yeah. every time Parker tried to get things going by fighting absolutely. on the inside. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, 100%. we're going to go inside. Okay, time to, time to break this up. Let's reset. It, it was really difficult to watch. Oh, it absolutely was. And my girl was watching it with me. She's like, this ref is over-officiating, no? I mean, she's an occasional watcher, and she's seeing it. You know what I'm saying? So if, if someone that's an occasional watcher is seeing it, you know it's going down that way. Anytime you're commenting on the ref, I'd say 90% of the time, sorry, you're commenting on the ref, he's over-officiating. You barely Absolutely. have to. You barely have to even notice a, a good, competent referee when he's fighting. And the other thing that always upsets me with referees: there's really only three commands a referee needs to say: box, stop, and break. But I can't tell you how many fights I see where referees are giving lectures. You know, referees are preparing Supreme Court arguments. Uh, you know, referees are 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 trying to make themselves the topic of discussion it's like dude you got three things to say box right break and stop that's it you know there's there's nothing else that they they need to say and the other thing that always upsets me with referees too is when they're getting too handsy with the fighters right it's like sometimes you see them slapping them you know grabbing their arms pushing them pushing. to the side it's like yeah. dude get your hands off me you know you might get you might you might be the next one to get punched like you don't need to be touching me. You know, use your three commands. Get out of my way. Let me fight. By the way, for those of you guys that may not know, uh, Emil Carr is a certified ring judge. That hasn't, hasn't, uh, been, uh, hasn't been in any fights, but he is certified. He is certified. He's on the way. Yeah, my buddy ABC is a boxing a judge and referee. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And I agree, man. Like, when you see a referee push a guy on his chest after he's been wrestling on the inside and going through a grueling fight. You see, like, some of these guys are small. Like, you see even with the featherweights and a referee is, like, a bigger dude, and they just, like, push him. I'm like, why you got to treat homie like this? Like, that's not you right. Know, you, know who, you know who does that and pisses me off a lot is Jay Nady. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He, he manhandles he people. Be, he manhandles dude, people. Dude, he, he could be a real punk. And the way he pushes back a, fi- he pushes back a fighter, you know, and uh, no, I agree with you, Amilcar. I, I, I get upset when I see that. I'm like, Dude, I mean, you don't need to do that. There's, there's, no. It's unnecessary, you know? Absolutely. And Nate's not a small guy. 
No. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you know, not. the question, again, going into this fight here is, will the referee interject himself in this fight? You know, um, as I said, it, it's not obviously happening in England under the BBOC or BBBOC, British Boxing Board of Control. It's happening in Saudi Arabia. But, it, you know, Saudi Arabia is not a jurisdiction that's held a lot of high-profile fights let alone a heavyweight championship for a unified heavyweight championship. You know, they're bringing in a foreign referee. Um, if he's going to officiate the way, you know, referees have officiated Joshua in the past, it doesn't bode well for, for Andy Ruiz. But quickly, I've been watching the telecast on the zone here with, with Kenny and another friend of mine who's sitting in. This this thing in Saudi Arabia, apparently it's raining over there. I saw the commentators it's wearing... Boring. It is pouring, dude. Yeah, what the what? Uh, I, I apparently it's wet and it's cold. I, I mean, I don't know how that's going to affect uh, the fight, um, but that that's something that might come into play as well. I mean, it's very different to do any kind of uh, sports outdoors than indoors. Very different. Even in a sport like yeah. track and field, it's like huge difference between running indoors and running outdoors because of weather conditions. You know, you're your bones, your muscles, everything feels different. Um, maybe that's yeah. why Andy Ruiz is wearing 14, 14 pounds of extra fat. So he's, wearing that North Face, he's wearing that North Face jacket. Well, well I have to say that uh, uh, his, his, uh, the, the rain is definitely going to affect uh, AJ's grappling. Well, yeah, I mean, true. I see it when in California when they fly outside and that sun's beating them in their eyes. I'm like, man. How are they coping with that, you know? And sometimes it's ridiculously hot. But then in this situation, cold and rainy, that's tough on your bones, bro. You know, like, you know that, I, that's, I didn't realize it was that dreary over there today. Yeah, but, but remember this, man. When Remember the movie Predator where, yeah, of where uh, uh, the body Ventura was bleeding? And he goes, hey, man, you're yeah. bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. It's the same thing with fight spiders, man. They ain't got time to worry about the heat on their back and the rain falling down and getting them all wet. It's fight time. And uh, hey, once you get hit, it's on, brother. It. Yeah. yeah. John, I'm going to put you back hey, on the hold, bro. It. I'm going to catch up some of the fight fans here on Leaving the Ring, okay, man? You got it, brother. I'm here. Yep. All right, man. So uh, thank you, guys. Let me patch in uh, area code 989. You're on live right now on Leaving the Ring. What's on your mind? What's up, Dave? It's Brian here. How's it going, man? Mr. Fogg, what's up, bro? How you doing? Good. Enjoying these, like, uh, AM fights, like coffee and boxing today, man. Love it. I know. I know. I'm I'm enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it, then I'm not enjoying it because, well, for one, it's raining like like shit outside right now at my house. I mean, if it's raining over there and... uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, no. it's raining like crazy over here in Northern California. So I can't even barbecue, bro. I mean, I could because yeah. I'm a true trooper like that, Kenny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, man. Uh, I feel that. You know? <laughs> no doubt. Brian, I know what I was talking to you earlier. What do you think, bro? Um, has, it, has it, the weight, has it affected your decision of, uh, of your pick? I mean, what do you got going on? Well, I, well, I mean, I, I was rolling with AJ this morning. I uh, I especially loved AJ after seeing Andy weigh in, and uh, I mean, Josh was won in crappy weather before. I mean, that's right. The dude's from England. It's, it's it's always cold and rainy. 
Yeah, that's true. like his default. Um, Andy, I mean, he's from Imperial Valley. I don't know. It rains like what twice a year there. Never rains in Southern California, bro. Tony, Tony said it best. No, sir. That's it's going to sound ignorant, but I was super surprised that it was raining in Saudi Arabia. I figured it would be hot and dry there. Right. And apparently right. it's cold yeah. and wet. So shows how much well, I know. Basically, it's basically England, man. So no, yeah, Christ, like, just, it sounds like Asian. you guys are describing my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, you never know if she's listening to this radio, so you better take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're killing me. But... <laughs> No, yeah, I like AJ though. Like, he's, I think he's like I was saying to you earlier. Uh, I think AJ is going to try to fight it like Parker fought Ruiz. I think so too. He's going to pick his spot, pick his spot, mm-hmm. a little bit more discipline than last, a lot more discipline than last time. Hell, I, I don't even know if he had a game plan in the first fight, but uh, yeah, I mean he's going to he's going to copy that Joseph Parker game plan, except he's a better version of Joseph Parker. If he does that, it might not be exciting, but it's a way to win. Uh, I, f- I feel that uh, uh, um, I do. I think Joseph Parker is definitely a better boxer than AJ, uh, and 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 definitely has more stamina and everything. But I do. I do also think that that that. Uh, uh, okay, awesome. I do also think that at the same time. Uh, 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 um, AJ is just a, he's longer. He he AJ won't have the same success in in, in trying to fight like Joseph Parker against Reese. He won't because Joseph Parker he's he he's he's better at throwing combinations. He's better with his footwork at hopping in and out. I haven't really seen right. AJ do any like coming in and out in any of his fights. I see him go in and destroy or back up and try to jab. I haven't seen him do the combination of both. Joseph Parker is also a better inside fighter. Right, uh, he can throw combinations yeah. on the inside. It, he can transition too between the different levels of distance. So he can box on the outside. He's pretty good at the medium range distance and the close in distance. He's very good at as well. AJ struggles with the inside and with the medium distance. He's more of a long range guy, which is always why I thought he would have trouble with Wilder, because obviously that's Wilder's key strong suit, fighting at the long range. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree that. Uh, Parker, the strategy that Parker used with Andy Ruiz would not be very effective uh, with uh, for Joshua. Also, I mean, let's face facts. Andy Ruiz arguably, arguably won that fight. I'm not saying that he definitively yeah. did, but uh, he definitely could have won that fight. Uh, probably would have if it was in the United States. So th- this is not a style that I would have suggested Joshua try to mimic. In an ideal world, Joshua would have gone away for about a year, you know, worked with someone like Lennox Lewis or, you know, I don't know if there was a, has been a replacement for Manny Stewart, but someone who could teach him how to talk, fight tall and at range and um, when and how to clinch, when and how to walk a guy down in a clinch. But he's had six months, and it seems like what he's decided to do is to be a more mobile, faster, quicker version of himself uh, I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. I, I also, another thing with us, I mean, with AJ, I mean, it's like he completely transformed his body. And he dropped, what, 15 pounds or whatever it was. And he just looks complete, like a completely different guy. He looks like 
play in the NBA now. I could hardly recognize him at the weigh-in. Uh, uh, what do you guys think States. about that? Ooh. Do you think? I mean, what do you guys think? Is just him changing his body? I mean, like uh, less muscular, more of a fighter's body. But uh, if not the if it's not the fighter's body I mean, you're like used to, I don't know. It's like he's. I was listening to. I listened to the five live uh, radio shows with uh, that that they do in England, the BBC, and uh-huh. Steve Bunce, who's a a, a, <laughs> a, a, a a pundit on that show, was saying that. <laughs> What Joshua was trying to do is kind of be that kind of '70s old school throwback heavyweight, so like a, you know, the Ali, the young Larry Holmes, you know, the, right. that kind of a physique, uh, that kind of a style. I, I don't see him being ex- very effective at that. I mean, these are guys who, again, both had extensive amateur careers, had great jabs, uh, but but boxed well off of the jab, multi-dimensional with the jab. And they they use that style for you know a long long time for AJ just to expect to slim down and then turn into that is right. is difficult you know um, so we'll we'll see what we'll see how it, how it works out for him but you know you you got to try to enhance your strong suits as opposed to kind of totally try to reinvent yourself especially if you've only got a short amount of time. Yeah, definitely. And he, I, he, yeah, knows, I mean, I, I, he takes notice to that, too. I mean, AJ, he mentions it um, anytime he's being asked uh, certain questions. He's like, you know, in the short amount of time, uh, he's he's been learning as he goes, you know. Um, that's why, I, I mean, I was telling you this, Brian. I was like, huh? I really didn't like the 10-pound the drop. Um and, and and I really didn't didn't even like about them talking about this rematch so so soon. I thought right. they should have had, you know had some time off, go back and 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 really maybe uh, get some build up fights to build back the confidence. But I think that they were afraid of one was that it was such a a, a big upset that the buzz is still circling around this that they would lose some steam off of it. Also, there's a possible chance that they felt maybe, you know, uh, Andy Reese what might lose his next fight. If he's not as disciplined right. as some folks are now pointing out, I think that could have screwed him a bit. <laughs> they were saying, look, we got to get in there as soon as we can. Not allow this guy to step in with somebody else. Go I also think they, there, that, that just – sorry, go ahead. I think the third part there is they probably thought Andy Ruiz would go back to Al Heyman and become the Heyman heavyweight champion. The yeah, the, the other thing, too, though, is because they value that uh, unified status that they have, and they've stated multiple times that their goal is to you know, become undisputed champion, should he have not taken the rematch, the belts would have been fractured. So, I mean, even the, the winner of this fight is probably going to have to make IBF and WBO mandatories almost immediately yeah. uh, because of yeah, the nature of WBA. Uh, the WBA would you know, probably elevate the winner to super status and then give somebody else the regular title. But the WBA, sorry, WBO and IBF would enforce mandatories. And if he didn't take up that rematch and Andy Ruiz decided not to make one of these mandatory defenses, then you'd have another heavyweight champion. And it would be harder to like kind of 
recapture that ground and, and set up an undisputed fight. So there's like multiple, you know, business decisions at play. Well, right, well you also have to you also have to take into account uh, the fact that they had a ca- contract in place that says uh, that there was a rematch clause, uh, and we don't necessarily know the exact details of that contract. The rematch clause could have said that they had to fight if AJ loses, they have to fight immediately after again or something along those lines. So you know we don't exactly know what the what, what their contract said, and and also. Uh, you well, know, we do know. Fighters, we know fighters, there was an immediate rematch Sorry. clause. I mean, I can't, we, did, we do know. We do know that there was an immediate rematch clause that, that originally uh, Andy was supposed to take a certain cut, uh, a certain dollar amount. Yeah. All that changed, though, when Andy Ruiz got, got a hold of those bouts, when he, he, he won the bouts fair and square against, mm-hmm. against AJ. I, I said this, that if, if, if AJ was able to get those bouts, honestly, in boxing – uh, contracts mean nothing when the other guy has all the bouts on his court. And that was really evident with Andy Ruiz because look how much of a scare he put Eddie Hearns and AJ team through before he signed on the fight here in Saudi Arabia. So <laughs> that, that, the thing was, though, I think what, what we didn't see in that contract, Kenny, what we didn't see in that contract, though, was – was what was the really dollar volume amount and and lo- the location because Hertz originally said it was going to be back home and then Ruiz was like I'm not doing that I'm not doing that at all but you know Eddie Hearns and them they did their be- they I mean look they're they're going to fight this Saturday so they actually did their diligence and they got what they wanted which was this immediate rematch. Yeah, apparently they uh, um, in the park for him, and they threw a few more millions of dollars uh, Andy Ruiz's way to get him to sign uh, for the for the uh, or not sign for because it, it was a rematch clause, but agree to fulfill the uh, the rematch clause. Uh, I, I think I think it's in both fighters' best interest to have an immediate rematch. If uh, if uh, there wasn't an immediate rematch, it, there may not ever have been a rematch. Uh, simply right. because you know. It's sometimes it's difficult to just get a contract signed to to fight a fighter, like you said, if he goes to another stable like PVC or some or or top rank or whatever. Uh, um, for AJ, uh, excuse me, for Ruiz, it makes sense for him to get the immediate rematch because you know what, nobody really believes it the first time. Everybody still sees that as a hoax. So uh, in order for Andy Ruiz to be taken seriously, he got to put the man on his ass one more time. Uh, so I think it was in, in both men's be- best interest. To, to fight each other immediately in the rematch. Also, if Ruiz wants to fight Deontay Wilder next, if he does win, how he says, then this this fight with AJ is gonna work very very well for him. Yeah, you know we're gonna find out. Right. We're gonna find out. Definitely. Um, I, I gotta. Hey, go I gotta get back here and grab some more food and some more beer. But I uh, appreciate y'all having me on here. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you, man. Great hearing from you. Appreciate it. Hey, let me call in Henry Ramirez really quick, and uh, let's get his take, man. Sounds great. Let me see. uh... Hopefully, Henry's not at the pub yet. Going to come back. I did tell him we were going to call him early. Henry, what's up, man? This is Dave from the Ring, bro. Can you hear me? Hey, what's what's going on? Good, bro. Are you over there at the? Are you are you ordering your second round or? 
No, no, I ended up, I ended up coming to my buddy's uh, buddy's house. Orale, pues. Right on, man. Dude, it's been a minute since we've we've chopped it up, huh? Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's definitely been a minute. I know, man. How's everything going, bro? It's going good. I can't complain. Um, the boxing business is keeping me busy. I got a lot of uh, a lot of young young seven and eight and zero type kids. So I think right now, I think total, I'm working with 14, 15 different pros right now. So we're I'm busy. That's good. That's good to hear, man. Uh, uh, um, Henry, real quick, uh, I want to introduce you to my co-hosts, Amilcar and Kenny. You're on the line with me. Uh, I just got some quick questions for you, hey, real Henry. quick. To let you go about your day to watch the fights and have some cerveza. No, absolutely. Doing? I mean, what a fire away, guys. How's it hey, going, Henry? Real quick. Um, good, thanks, Henry. When you hear the 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 concern about Ruiz, 283.7. Is it deja vu for you? Because, I mean, you had Krista Neimer, and that was always that it was always the issue of every fight when you and Chris had a date to step in the ring, man. How, how do you feel about that? Like, are you going like, man, right. you guys are making too much noise about this shit? Well, I'll be honest. You know, I expected him to come in roughly around what he did last time. I thought, okay, you know, he was 268 last time. Seems to carry it well. Doesn't seem to affect him. And uh, I, I figured he'd come in. So I was a little surprised that he was heavy. But look, he knows his body. His team knows it knows him. If they feel comfortable with that, who are we to judge? You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you an example. For instance, there were fights where Chris was in better shape, better fighting shape at 255 than he was at 240 sometimes. Maybe people like the number 240 more, but I know there were fights where he was better. You know, it actually did more. Right. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll see. I mean, you know, if if Andy's comfortable with it, you know, obviously he'll get criticized after if he loses. But if he wins, he may be the one guy where, look, it's not going to matter what he is. You know, the kid can fight his ass off. Yeah, he can. Right. He's proved that. <laughs> He's proved it. I agree with that one. Uh, um, I have a question for you. Well, uh, what uh-huh. is your prediction? What What is your prediction? What do you think is going to be the outcome of this fight? How do you see it going? I'll, I'll be honest, guys. I have no clue. I could, I in, in one scenario, I could see Joshua being more cautious and, and boxing from the outside and 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 kind of using that because he came in lighter. That tells me he's going to try to be more on his toes, box more, a little more uh, active wait, wait, around wait, wait. the ring. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me you're not going to give us a prediction, Henry? You must be on your second beer. Wait, there. We're going to call you back no, after your fifth I'll, beer. <laughs> I'm gonna. That that's one scenario I see playing out. I can see the same okay. scenario playing out where he's just gonna have a hard time keeping Andy Ruiz at bay because Andy is the faster, more fluid guy punching. You know, even though he doesn't mm-hmm. look it, he's been boxing since he was a kid. He's more. He's more. Uh, the muscle memory is easier for him because he's been doing it since he was a kid. Joshua took a boxing a bit later, and you know, and he's done well, but. Ruiz has been doing this since he was, I think, seven, eight years old. You know what I mean? So it's it's going to be a little more natural to him. But if you put a gun to my head and make me pick a winner, I'm going to go with uh, with Ruiz. I think uh, all right, all right, I think right. Joshua Joshua is not only fighting Ruiz, but you know he's fighting himself mentally. You know what I mean? Right. He's Absolutely. fighting himself like mentally. I think. That. You know, and uh, so we'll we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. You know, and if you get to a moment where He's got to dig deep and, you know, kind of, the, you know, does the, he the, decide to say F it and let it be? Or I'm, I'm real curious how this fight plays out. I'm really curious. 
I'm glad. I'm but, glad you but I'll tell you guys what. I, I am. I am really glad that uh, Eric Molina got his ass knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand the guy. I know you guys have some issues. I remember that. Amilcar, yeah, there's some history. This is uh, this is Amilcar, and I. I'm actually a fan of Molina only because he's a school teacher like me. So I'd be interested right, right. In, I know he's a school. I know he's a school teacher, but he should really stick to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, based on what I've based on what I've been seeing, I can't disagree with you. I have a question right. for you though. You, you mentioned something that, that I've been kind of saying as well, which is that Andy Ruiz's uh, advantages here is obviously his boxing IQ, his ability to throw combination punches, and you know his hand speed. Given your experience, do you see the extra weight affecting his hand speed? And well, do you see it giving him any kind of advantage at all? Um, I, I don't think weight? I don't think the extra weight will affect his hand speed because he's he's always been fast, whether two sixty, two eighty, three hundred. Um, back in the day, I've seen him. You know, he sparked with Chris countless times. I mean, up. I mean, he is fast. I mean, super fast. And I'm I don't mean fast for a fat guy. I mean fast for anybody. You know what I mean? Got it. Um, yeah. I think what if if it, if the extra weight does affect him, maybe it affects his uh, conditioning. Whereas maybe you know maybe he's not as active, or or maybe the the pace slows a little bit, where he kind of goes to a low where he's not not throwing as much. But you know, at two sixty eight, he seemed good, and you know it seemed like they had a two or three month camp for this, regardless of the weight. Uh, they seem to be comfortable with the work they put in. So I I don't I don't. I don't think the weight's going to one way or another, to be honest. Just to interrupt real quick, I'm watching Julian White. He's just got into the ring uh, to take on Wok, and he was literally wearing shopping bags around his, or plastic bags around his feet. So clearly the, uh, the weather conditions are going to be an issue there. I'm just wondering how that might affect uh, the fighters, you know, dealing with rain. Did, Have you guys had a face? I just fought outdoors, right, Henry? I, th- I think as long as the the, the apron stays semi dry, I don't think it'll be an issue to be honest. Right? Right. So as long as we're able to keep the, the apron semi dry, because but there are instances now where like you're in the corner and a water falls and you see fighters slip. I mean, it gets real slippery even with just a little bit of water. It doesn't take much. It really doesn't take much at all in there to to Especially get, the, to get a slippery canvas. Canvas, yeah. Exactly with the yeah. logos on there also. Yep. There you go, man. Uh, well, Henry, man, I, w- I, th- I want to thank you for, for coming on, bro, and talking to us here on Leaving the Ring, bro. It's always it's always a pleasure, man. It's always fun speaking to you. All right, no worries, man. I, I look forward to being on again, guys. All right, brother. Thanks, Henry. Thank you. Thank, you. All, thank right. you. All right. Take care. Enjoy the fights, guys. Bye. Thank you. You too. Um, before we continue forward, uh, I've learned something from you, David, uh, and I just want the, the, the callers to, to also, you know, start learning this one. And that is that here, on Leave It in the Ring, you always have to make a choice. You don't say, oh, I don't know, I maybe this guy, no, no, you got to choose which fighter you're going for, which fighter you think is going to win. Ain't that right, David? <laughs> That's right, man. You know what I mean? I mean, look, this is what I say. Either you go hard or you go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I've I, learned I that one from why you. I got four kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well said. So what are you well, what are you looking well, for in this in this uh white comeback here, uh, David? He's you know, fighting for the first time in months. 
Uh, he obviously was plagued by that scandal. Apparently, he's been cleared of that. What are you looking to see here from the, from the heavyweight as he as he gets back? Well, obviously, I want to see whether or not uh, he's here to make a statement, here to say that you know um, I need to be in, in talks. Um, I want the opportunity uh, against the winner. You know, right now, you're having a lot of eyes on this match. I mean, look, when I was at work, literally, He's guys, not in good shape. Is he wow. Not, I, no, he's my not. Stream, no, my his stream. belly is hanging over his trunks. Wow. I, this is worse shape than George Foreman was in in his 40s, and I'm not even exaggerating. He literally looks like a... a I don't know. I've never seen him. No, Billy and White. No, not. I mean, the level of no, belly fat is, is is unreal here. No, but he legit, he's like fatter than George Foreman when George Foreman was was making his comeback. No, really? uh, he definitely does not look fatter than Andy Ruiz. Oh, I've, dude, uh, I got it. No, 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 no offense to him, but I've never seen a boxer as big as Andy Ruiz. That's that was that's the first time I've ever seen a boxer that that heavy. Oh, actually, having, no, 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 no. I'm having problems no. with my stream right now. Really? No, right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like I don't. For some reason, it just keeps throwing me back to the beginning. Yeah, I used to have that issue as well. What what device are you watching it on? On my Roku, Apple. Apple. Apple TV. Yep. Yeah, I would close down the app and then restart it again. The issue I used to have constantly with the zone, but they fixed it. But at the beginning, I watched the zone on Roku, and I would always have uh, a lag between the audio and the video. But they they've cleared that up. Yeah, I would I would try shutting it off, Dave, and restarting it again. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. You know. All right, guys. Um, the fight between. Uh... Dillian White and Watson. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, White uh, definitely needs to pull a knockout off in this fight if he wants to be uh, considered a contender uh, for the heavyweight uh, titles. Because uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. He didn't. He. I don't think he looked that good in his previous couple of fights. Um, I still can't believe that he uh, uh, got that win against uh, 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 Parker. You know, I think Parker's a better boxer, and I, and I think that's why Parker uh, changed his style in, uh, up recently, where he's fighting more aggressive and letting more punches go. And I think that's very beneficial to him. I, if if uh, White and Parker were to fight again, I'll definitely put my money on Parker, not on White this second time around. I was hoping to be able to speak to Parker today for that reason, to ask him about how he th- would approach a rematch with White. And um, right. honestly, I agree with you. Once he decided to throw his punches and fight Dillian White, he started to dominate that fight. And the 12th round spoke volumes. I mean, Dillian White was almost knocked out in that 12th round. Definitely. Definitely. He was gassed out. And I thought he was going down. Uh, but, you but, know, saved by the bell, as they say. Just looking well, I had at White, though. I uh, you know, stream, and it, I'm watching them now. And man, you're right, dude. Look, ooh, boy. Terrible. About, I mean, look, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a phys ed teacher. I, I work out. I don't work out as much as I should. You know, I drink beers on the weekend, and I look like, you know, right now, like I'd have been in much better shape than Dillian White does. 
I mean, the belly fat over the trunks is honestly quite quite embarrassing that a guy who's wearing a title belt, be it an interim title, you know, is in this level of, of shape, has this level of fitness. It's, I, it's, I also find it a little funny because doesn't uh, uh, Milcar, what is the university that he trains at? Doesn't he train at a university with a whole team of, yes. of, of, of professionals? He trains out of Loughborough University, which is well known uh, for having one of the premier sports science uh, research institutes in the world. Um, the, the head of the IOC, not the IOC, but the, uh, actually, I think he might even be the head of the IOC right now. He was definitely the head of the IAAF, uh, Sir um, Coe. In, in England is a famous athlete that uh, came out of that university a very long time ago. But, yeah, in England, uh, they are like the premier sports science university. Um, oh. People go from all over the world to study sports science over there. He clearly wasn't training there for this fight because he does not look like he's he's a championship-level boxer just based on his physique. Yeah, I was, I was about to say. Uh, he's uh, it, for the fences too, man. You know, I'll be honest like with you. If you, put, if you put this white in against my guy uh, Dynamite Dubois, Dubois, I would I would favor Dubois right now. Right. No, I I I agree. Yeah. I mean, he's breathing hard right now. In between yeah. this right now, look at him, dude. I mean, he's he's he looks like a fish out of water. Seriously, yeah. when you look at a guy like Pavetkin, who's over 40, you can just see here from this shot of Pavetkin that he's in shape. You know? I, 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 have, I have to say, uh, Dylan White is definitely uh, making me lose my belief in uh, sports science and, uh, and, and uh, that institution <laughs> where he's been getting trained at because, uh, man, if he's, been, if he's been using sports science to train and he looks like that, you know what? I'll stick to my knowledge that I already have, and I'll continue doing what I do. It's definitely a terrible advertisement for Loughborough University and for sports science. But to be fair, I don't think he's been training training at that institute for this fight. I know he was training there for the Rivas fight, but I don't I don't think he was training there for this fight. I think he said that he took this fight on two weeks' notice and that he heard about the opponent 10 days prior to the fight. But you know what separates guys like Klitschko and Floyd and other top, uh, you know, boxers from others is that they always stayed in shape. And um, he clearly has not been keeping his fitness up to what it should be between between fights. And, Kenny, you work out. You know, it's not hard Definitely. to keep yourself in reasonable shape. You know, you don't even not, have to hit all. every day. Hit it three, four days a week. You're not going to look like this. If, hey, you could you could cut it down to three days a week, one hour a day, and I guarantee you, you will look better than that. I guarantee. If you just jumped you know, rope three times a week, you know, and and watched your diet, you wouldn't look anywhere as bad as Dillian White looks right now. <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I have a question for both of you guys. Uh, yeah. uh, since uh, you mentioned it, a milk car. David and Milkar, let me know what you think about this one. Uh, yeah. Dillian White, Oscar Rivas, did you think that that uh, fight had the correct outcome? Do you think that fight was judged correctly? I don't remember how I scored this fight, and this should be a reminder to me that I have to pick up an app where you can, like, score fights as you watch them, and then it saves your scorecards. I forget the hmm. name of it. I used to have it. But when I switched phones, I forgot to upload it onto my new phone. 
but so I don't remember my scorecard of that fight, but I do remember feeling that that uh, Rivas was not given a fair decision. Yeah, and, and the refereeing the refereeing was also very bad in that one as well. David, what, 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 what do you think, David? I'm sorry, I'm over texting and all that. Um, because folks were asking it's if we're going to be doing the show after this. Um, you know what? I don't. I, I would have to go back because I don't really remember. But I, I, you know, um, what right now what Emil Carr is bringing up, um, about the refereeing, I, I have to agree with that. But like again, I would have to go back and, and watch it again. Well, there was a con- there was a controversial knockdown and and um, and uh, there there was just again this whole thing about when a guy's fighting in England and the guy can fight on the inside, the fucking referee doesn't let the guy fight on the inside, you know? And it's not like people don't fight on the inside in England. You, especially you watch a lot of the action in the lower weight classes. These guys are banging to the body. Like, the, the English style of boxing is much different than the kind of style of boxing you see from other parts of Europe, especially the Eastern European countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union were kind of that long uh, range-finding jab, defensive jab, almost like a joust. Uh, British fighters, English fighters, Scottish fighters, Welsh fighters, they all fight on the inside. Just look at a guy like Carl Frampton or uh, Carl Frosch. You know? But whenever an opponent goes over there to fight one of their fighters and that opponent can fight on the inside, the referees never let these guys go to work. And that happened with Rivas versus White. It also happened with Parker versus uh, versus AJ. We all have that one family member that is so cheap he won't, you know, dish out a a, a dime when yeah. it comes to fight night. I got a cousin right now. He's like, bro, do you got a free stream for that fight today? I'm like, dude, it's it's pretty cheap to buy the app. <laughs> yeah, was it ten dollars a month? Yeah, yeah. I'm like. I go, they'll probably even have a free trial right now. Like, really? I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, free stream. I'm just, just oh, they, log they, on there. They always, have, they always have a free trial. When you, if, if you've never had an account, you can sign up for, I think right. it's, a, it's a free month. It's either a free week or a free month. I don't remember. I mean, Jesus. You can't muster up six bucks, seven bucks. <laughs> you could cancel after <laughs> in one month if that's the only fight you want to tune in and watch. But yeah, that's because of the money. <laughs> You know, are you going to barbecue today? That's what he's asking me now. Dude. So he wants free food and to be able to watch and the fight. For fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, next he's going to yeah. be asking what beers you have in your fridge. Oh, that's coming next, bro. I guarantee you. But I, 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 <laughs> I, uh, I drank them all last night. Um, uh, Dillian, Dillian White is definitely, uh, I think, so far, he looks like he's landing more punches and he looks more active in this fight. But, boy, does he look tired and winded. If, oh, yeah. If, yeah, if uh, the fight with him and Joseph Parker told us anything is that by 10, 11, 12 round, if this fight gets there and he doesn't knock Wack out, he's going to be having a lot of trouble and he's going to be a possible knockout candidate. Walk well, not, is not having problems with his punches either. He's taking these punches that uh, White is throwing fairly well. Definitely. You know? Yeah, and, I was and, just and about to say that he's known for being a tough, tough guy that can take right. a shot. Yep. Well, don't, it doesn't look like uh, White is going to knock a, Oh, man. He, wow, wow. White just took a couple of uh, nasty body shots. 
That's where you want to go, too. With a guy with so much tire around his waist, you want to go down there and just kind of flatten, out, flatten it out, let the air out, as they would say, so they could slow down uh, White right now. I mean, White right now is returning the favor. I mean, they call him the body snatcher for a reason. Right now, it's, uh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's taking, some, he's taking some shots from walking now. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. And the it thing is, is, we're in round three. Can he sustain this pace for ten rounds? I don't know. I don't know. That's exactly what I'm saying. Once it gets to the later rounds, round nine and ten, if they sustain this pace right here, I see White becoming a knockout candidate, especially if, if Wak has a, a, a diamond chin like you guys said. Then, then he's going to sustain all this power that White has coming to him. And if White gasses out towards round nine or ten, oh, that's a, it's looking bad for him because then he's well, looking like a knockout candidate. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, seriously. I mean, he's yeah, really, smart. We're smart in not scheduling him for a ten round fight, for a twelve rounder. Yeah, I mean, he has slipping punches. Um, it's it's just the occasional uh, uh, right now what I'm witnessing. The occasional staying too long for the receipt is when Wakanda yeah. gets, uh, gets his punches in. But when 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 Dylan uh, is is on the move and he's and he's slipping punches, I mean he's so far through three rounds. What I've been watching here and there, I, I would say he's in, he's in control of the fight, but he looks gassed out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, I I wholeheartedly agree. He definitely looks gassed out. Uh, super lucky it's not twelve rounds. It's only ten. Um, once the one, if, 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 if he gets to, if he gets to the point in the later rounds where he starts looking the way that he did when he fought Joseph Parker, like, uh, in round 12 against Joseph Parker, he was looking like, like, like a knockout candidate. If he gets to that point in this fight by round nine or so, I see him being a potential knockout candidate because, uh, he's in so much worse shape right now than he was in that Joseph Parker fight. Like, he's looking terrible right now. He's breathing hard. Uh, he's not moving as fast as he usually does. It's it's just a different white in there. So, I, I, I hope he can sustain this for 10 rounds. I actually like white. I like his demeanor. I like his attitude. I like him as a fighter. So, I wish him nothing but the best. But we shall see. He didn't prepare enough. Let me well, I actually, li- I actually lived in the same uh, neighborhood as him when I lived in London. Uh, neighborhood's called Brixton. It's known for having a it's, – it's rough – rough areas and um yeah he's definitely from from the streets came up hard you know didn't have the olympic route that aj did i mean this is a guy who started off kickboxing and then basically was taking pro fights literally against anyone who could who would would fight him right he wasn't really managed uh he was uh you know brought up hard so i I also even remember the place he used to train at really tough uh Tough, tough area. Uh, he used to work out a lot at the rec center over there. So he he definitely came up the hard way, but he's not doing himself any help by not staying in shape between his fights. Because I also like Dillian a lot as well. Well, I can tell you this: if if right now the way his body looks, we can all agree that Andy Ruiz coming in overweight like that all the time, he's able to hold it better. Better. He doesn't gas out. You don't ever see him breathing hard. Um, he's very fluent with his punches. Right now, White, to me, is trying to get Walk out of there soon because he knows he may not be able to go these, these 10 rounds all the way. I mean, 
he's doing really good. I mean, he's working the body walk, you know, uh, the way you want to see him uh, perform. But at the same time, you, you got to sit there and go, if anybody's not disciplined for the sport right now, it's white that's kind of showed with his body. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, and he's taking on a journeyman that's nearly 40 years old. And this is the kind of guy who's really there to give you kind of a highlight real knockout in the showcase fight. Not a guy who's supposed to take you to full 12 round or 10 rounds in this case and, you know, make you look like anything less than a guy who should be contending for the full WBC title, which is what he's been screaming about for what, the past three years, right? That Wilder's ducking him, Wilder doesn't want to fight him. Well, he's not looking tonight like a guy that anyone would actually think Wilder's ducking. Uh, I was wrong to agree with that. I'll take the fight. <laughs> you know, yeah. guys, I'd be like, hey, I take this fight. If this guy's going to keep coming in here, and all I really got to worry about right now, so far in four rounds, is him trying to land a big shot to take me out of there. And I can box him and let him gas out. This is the fight that I want. This is the look of, of a guy that you want to step in front of you. Because right now, he's backing himself up. Nobody's, nobody's backing him up. He's backing himself up to the ropes right now. And that's, to me, the clear sign of him gassing out a bit. Gassing yeah, out he's more. definitely conceding ground. He's definitely conceding ground. And, uh, you know, conceding confidence as well. At the end of the round there, he kind of shoved Walk a little bit, you know, maybe to try to let him know that he's still the intimidating guy that, should be worried about, but Walk didn't didn't bite. Guys, next uh, heavyweight we, is very good too. I was just about to bring that up. We have about five more minutes left, I believe. Uh, yeah. So in the means before the show is over, the one fight that we haven't spoke about brought up is uh, Alexander Povetkin versus Michael Hunter. What do you guys feel about that? What are your thoughts? I'm very excited for it. Talk to me. I got Hunter. Like I said on the Monday show, I think Hunter could pull it off. Um, you know, we're definitely going to see – I think I think we're going to see the best of Hunter. He needs to make a statement because he was pounding hard at the table of 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 him getting that match with AJ when uh, Miller was uh, dropped off. And but instead we saw Ruiz got picked up the – picked up the tag and, uh, and, you know, Hunter was left out looking in. So him being on this card, I think he needs to go out there and and show why a lot of folks – I have been kind of high on Hunter. I don't know about you guys. I've never really oh. been too high on Hunter. I still don't see uh, what other guys have been telling me that, that he has. I, I haven't seen it yet. So hopefully against Povetkin, we're going to see what some, some people have been saying, that this guy could be a potential runner for the heavyweight title. My, my views on this, uh, David, are very similar to your own. I don't really see what everyone's raving about. Maybe they're looking at the Ustinov fight. Ustinov is a big, tall, but again, really old or at least aged for the heavyweight division in boxing, but boxing in general. He's an old, aged, you know, out of shape, big man. And Michael Hunter looked really well, looked really good against him. But Michael Hunter is an undersized guy. You know, he's not fighting at cruiserweight because you can make more money fighting at heavyweight. He's not fighting at heavyweight because he's a better heavyweight than he is a cruiserweight. I actually thought he'd do really well if he continued to fight at, at cruiserweight. You know, there are only a couple guys in the division that were heavyweights and not super heavyweights as amateurs that have been successful. 
One of them is Wilder, who I don't see uh, Michael Hunter doing very well against. Wilder fought at the heavyweight division at the at the uh, amateur level um, and didn't fight super heavyweight, so he fought at a limit of 200 pounds. Alexander Povetkin's the other one, right? He's another heavyweight who, when he went to the professional ranks, rose up to become uh, what's essentially a super weight, as, a super heavyweight as an amateur. And then lastly is, is Usyk. So those are kind of the three undersized guys, at least in terms of weight. Usyk is unproven, but I don't see Michael Hunter being much of a player at the heavyweight division. Um, and honestly, if he, even if he does beat Povetkin, and I don't know that he will, wow, I just saw White get hit with a, with a good shot by Wok. Yeah. Um, another good shot. He's, Wok is kind of teeing off on him right now. Um, finish it, Bob? Yeah, sorry. Uh yeah, even if he does beat Povetkin, thank you for keeping me on track, Kenny. Um, I don't really know what that proves. You, again, you're fighting a, an undersized uh, he doesn't fight often. heavyweight. You know, who doesn't fight often, doesn't fight often yep. who had the most success in his career when he was, you know, getting popped for PED use. Right. Right. right? <laughs> when, he's more known for that than his record. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you that's the, oh, isn't that the guy that was taking all those drugs? Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Did, I mean, um, did Povetkin look, look, <laughs> look good against against Huey Fury? I mean, he looked better than Huey Fury, but what's that really saying? You know, he Price. got a vicious KO of David Price, but, you know, we know who David Price is. Right, so, exactly. If, Mike, if, if Michael Hunter uh, is going to be a player in the heavyweight class, then we need him to show us something right now. Otherwise, I don't really believe it. We need, it to, we need to see something today. Well, this is the platform to do it. With all these heavyweights and a big, big heavyweight rematch showdown, this is where you want to do it. Dylan, Dylan White has failed miserably if he wants to make a statement here in the heavyweight division. I mean, he slumped overall. And in his corner... It looks just bad. Guys, hey, we're at the end of our show here on Leaving the Ring. Um, as always, it's always a pleasure speaking to the fans. I thank everybody that called in. Again, I apologize that we weren't able to keep the YouTube stream up. We're still working on it. We'll get it going. Until then, we'll see you guys later on. But have a good weekend. Enjoy the fight. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>